Chapter 11 His Word Does Not Return Unto Him Void The Lord declared through the prophet Isaiah, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Isaiah 55.11 God wants us to be his mouth. Therefore thus saith the Lord, If thou return, then will I bring thee again, and thou shalt stand before me. And if thou take forth the precious from the vial, thou shalt be as my mouth. Jeremiah 15.19 We will be as his mouth if we stop mixing the precious life of heaven with the vile ways, acts, and ideas of the world. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. 1 Peter 4.11 The Greek word translated as oracle means the words or utterances of God. God's goal is for this to be a reality in our lives, that we speak the words or utterances of God whenever we speak. This happens when we speak words of praise to the Lord in spirit and in truth, when we speak by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. This is not some impossible experience that only the great prophets of the Lord are able to experience. Rather, this requires simplicity, humility, and a hunger for God's presence. David was a man after God's own heart, and the Lord wants all of us to be that kind of person. Now these be the last words of David, the sweet psalmist of Israel, said, The Spirit of the Lord spake by me, and his word was in my tongue. 2 Samuel 23, 1 and 2. This was and is a reality and an experience in the lives of all true worshipers of the Lord. A glorious reality is that the words of truth that a worshiper speaks by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit will be fulfilled because they are God's words and not man's. Therefore, the word of God that comes through their mouths does not return to him void, but it accomplishes that for which he sends it into the world through their mouths. What an awesome privilege, opportunity, and inheritance God offers to us when we stand before him and worship him with singing and find his word in our mouths as David did. Only eternity will tell what glorious things were accomplished on this earth every time God's word was heard through our mouths. How we learn to be his mouth. As we saw above, the first step to becoming God's mouth is to take forth the precious from the vial. A gossiper is not choosing this path. Also, anyone who chooses to eat the unclean influences of this world instead of filling themselves with the bread of life, God's word, is not taking the precious from the vial. Some have asked me if I think that the only thing we should read is the Bible. I have discovered that the people who ask this question are very often people who never read the Bible. They are too enthralled with the goodies that this world can offer and cannot seem to find time to read the Bible. This walk requires a commitment, but is this commitment worth it to you? Is it worth it to you to become a person who delights the heart of your Creator and causes Him to daily load you with blessings from heaven as he promises to do in Psalms 68:19, Is it worth it to you to be a person who truly knows the Lord and has an intimate love relationship with him? 
Most Christians declare that they want to live with the Lord eternally, but day after day, week after week, they are not able to find even a little time to spend with Him in prayer, praise, and Bible reading. The Lord is not deceived by their words, but they are. Spending time in prayer, praise, and the Bible is a second essential step to becoming the Lord's mouth on the earth. By doing so, we will be able to offer to Him the morning and evening sacrifice with spiritual flour, oil, and wine. I want to offer some practical advice regarding how to learn to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Reading a portion of the Bible at the beginning of our devotional time is an important key. We will then often have a portion of truth that we can express to the Lord in worship. And of course, we can express to Him any other truth that comes to mind. When it is time to worship the Lord, then we should do what a priest always did in God's dwelling places. We should stand before Him and lift our hands toward Him. If we know any hymns or choruses, we can then choose one and begin to sing it to the Lord. If we become aware that the Lord is touching us as we sing, then we will know that we are singing the song that He wants to hear. If we do not feel His presence drawing near, we can switch to a different song. At some point, we can begin to sing the song of the Lord to Him with the words and thoughts that come to our mind and heart. If the theme that we are expressing to Him in thanksgiving and praise does not bring a greater awareness of His presence, then we can continue to sing the song of the Lord, but change the words and thoughts that we are expressing to Him. The goal is to find the river of life where we become conscious that the Holy Spirit is giving us words that are inspired by Him. As we sing those words to Him, we will be aware that His influence increases upon us. In other words, the morning and evening sacrifice becomes times of meeting with the Lord. Also, they are times where we learn how to enter His presence through worship. During those times of worship, we will learn to speak to Him by inspiration. We will learn what it means for our lips to drop as the honeycomb and to have honey and milk under our tongues. We will soon discover that we will not only speak to Him by inspiration, but we will speak to others with divine inspiration also. That is, we will become His mouth. He has promised to meet us in that place, and if we persist, He will be faithful to fulfill His promise in our lives. We will begin to carry His presence upon our lives wherever we go. The Lord wants to teach us the same lessons in prayer and intercession. As we pray, if the influence of the Spirit comes upon us, we will know that we are praying in accordance to the will of God. Paul speaks about this in Romans 8.27, And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. As we pray, if all seems dry and empty, then we need to change what we are praying about until we become aware that our prayer is with words that are spoken by inspiration. For ministers who have a public ministry, learning to minister to the Lord in worship will transform their preaching and teaching. They will discover that the Holy Spirit does through them in public what He does through them in private. Speaking of prayer in secret with the Father, Jesus declared, Thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Matthew 6, 6. Obviously, the same is true for worship in spirit and in truth. If a minister learns to please the Father in secret by worshiping with words that are spirit-breathed, 
He will soon discover that the Father will use him to speak words by inspiration when he stands before the Lord's people. He will definitely become the Lord's mouth. And whether you are called to preach from a pulpit or not, God's plan for you is that you too will speak by inspiration to both the Lord and to others. Lives will be changed by your words and by God's presence that rests upon you.